Time for Rolling. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krutzloth. It's Time for Rolling Headache, man. Yeah, I do too, dude. You know what that's from? Sleep deprivation. Yeah, lack of sleep. It's been coffee mixture. Lack of food. Staring at a I haven't had a TV screen for twelve hours. I haven't. I have not had a lack of food. So I uh, need to get my energy up when we start start this episode. I thought we already started it. You're right, we did. How's it going? <laughs> What's up? Uh, day two is in the books. Yes. Um, slash the end of day one on day two. Wrap your mind around that, people. Uh, let's go over our sponsors and friends, and then we'll get right into uh, right into this episode. All right, so real quick, Crude and I want to tell you about uh, some of our favorite sponsors and friends here. Mobile Esports, of course, is a great company that focuses on all things mobile gaming. Uh, they do uh, top games such as in community events, when, you know, the new uh, game War Friends. They do try and do some rules of survival, Critical Ops, Clash Royale, Vainglory is their newer, uh, newer title that they're trying to get in with. So I'm so excited to be working with them, getting more community events, more tournaments. Uh, I'm sure they are definitely looking out for 5v5 and trying to get involved with Vainglory as it is going to be one of the top uh, mobile titles. Um, so you can follow them, of course. All the links will be in the show notes. You can make sure you stick up with their YouTube, their Twitch. Uh, they have two awesome websites as well. Um, they have the mobile uh, esports news and then their normal uh, mobile esports.org. They have all the tournaments information, so all the links will be in the show notes. You can uh, look through them there. Uh, NACL, North America Champs League, uh, one of my favorite tournaments that is run uh, by the community. Uh, it's great community members. And, you know, Mags, she is just announced Season 5, so that will be in the link as well. You can get your team together, people, if you think you have a team that is has what it takes to win uh, the NA Champ League. There are some awesome teams competing this season. I've already seen a few of them that are signing up. Uh, so if you think you want to get your team together, maybe get a little competition experience under your belt, definitely sign up for Season 5. That'll be in the show notes as well. You can follow uh, NA Champ on Twitter, NA Champ League, and you can follow uh, you know their their YouTube where they have past VODs and whatnot, and their Twitch where things will be streamed all in the show notes. Uh, this show is brought to you by uh, our friends there that I just mentioned. So uh, again, let's go ahead and get into this Day 2 conversation. the right targets that is one trade t tigers is still pretty healthy tries to jump in he finds one this is a big turnaround for liberation x they might get the third they might find an ace here on two lost boy top surrey strike it's not oh. something goes down he might go for donna twips he's gonna get one he's gonna get two lost boy top oh, lost boy top he does it he gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret he lifts two Hey, how's it going? We're back. Endless 55, Crude Sloth. Are we are we ready to talk about day two slash the beginning of day one? All the craziness. Was it was it better than day one? Uh man, I I don't know if I can say that it's better than day one because there was a lot of intense. I think the most intense, which we'll obviously get to, was Ace and Pain. Uh Pain surprised a lot of people. Showed up for Brazil. They have nothing to uh their heads about they played their hearts out and it was an amazing amazing match especially being a team that a lot of people are like yeah you know they dominate their region but uh coming into a, an international play we don't really expect much out of them and that's that's pretty much the main theme of i think every team in this tournament besides the teams that were expected to do extremely well 
Right, right. Oh gosh, I don't. There were so many good games this time. I don't even know where to I, start. Uh, let's start with production. Shout out to production team. Yeah, you things were fixed. Um, slight issue for the still, most part. Slight issue. Uh, I do understand that you guys want to make sure, especially with what happened day one, you guys are completely ready to uh, start that stream. So you don't hit start until you actually are ready. That way you don't have to play uh, people talking about the players over and over. But like, I just, I guess I just need to prepare for that so I can sleep an extra 40 minutes while I think it's about to start in two minutes, but it actually doesn't start for another 40 minutes. That way I can just keep my sleep and be ready when it actually does start. How did you, because uh, we split up the time again this morning. How did you fare this morning? Did you, uh, I slept for three and a half, hours, for almost four hours today. And you got about three and a half, three? Yeah, I uh, took the night shift once again. And you kind of checked out after the Tribe and G2 game, which we'll get into that. And then, yeah, so I decided to keep myself busy and decided to write a little write-up, write a little article all about uh, 5v5, every little thing that SCMC has teased on their social medias. I compiled it all into one. I wrote about each little thing, discussed what uh, I'm expecting to see on Championship Sunday. Uh, that's, what, that's what I'm calling it now. I don't know if that's what they're calling it. but um, I like that. A little bit of 5v5 action that day, so I'm going to release that. I think they're going to still release one more um one more teaser cuz they were promising it to like release one one day before uh a day before the 5v5 revealing. So I think there may be one more. So hopefully I can catch that before I release it. If not. But yeah, no, I mean, I I did pretty good. I was ready for I was ready to switch. I was kind of glad I switched. I switched. I fell asleep uh in between the pain and um ace game and uh i missed a boring cloud nine game so i didn't miss probably too yeah. much i missed a hype ending to the pain game but I, I caught up when i woke up so uh i think day two we we survived even with a lack of sleep from day one we'll see how day three goes now that the lack of sleep is piling right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah i mean past two nights we both had about three to four hours of sleep so <laughs> i normally get that in one night so this is going to be interesting you normally get double. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You normally get eight. Yeah, in one night. Um, Six to eight, yeah. <laughs> so, day one, let's go through that real quick. Or, end of day one, they made those matches up. And before uh, the mainstream started, it was, for me, one of the most nervous, like, matches. I was, like, nervous about them because it was going to be TSM. Uh, when I saw Hunters play Ace, they split. Um, one one, and I knew TSM then had to go ahead and at least try and split, and then we would go into some interesting tie breaking nonsense. But unfortunately, just how they drafted against Ace, they you know Von C ran the same alpha, one crystal, one weapon, and really that just kind of got shut down completely. And it was just I don't know, man. It was not any type of TSM we ever have seen. Yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, the nerves or, I, I mean, they sh there shouldn't be any nerves, but yeah, it definitely was not the TSM that we're used to. I mean, you know, we used, you know, you, you think about it, TSM throughout the seasons can keep up with C9, and you look and see what C9's doing. Now, notice I said keep up with, not necessarily, you know, destroy or beat or anything, but right. you see what C9's doing, like, they're destroying people, and it, just to think that, you know, maybe, I mean, obviously, this goes to show that Group D was that group of death because TSM struggled hard. Yeah, and it's just it's just interesting to see what teams can come into live events and just flip that switch and dominate, play so well together on stage. And just people are like, okay, this team, no matter how they do in the regular seasons, when they're on stage, watch out. And then TSM, it's just like, oh, wow, look, they're dominating the regular season, but it's not going to matter because that, 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 that team won't show up when it comes to live stage tournament time. And it's just, I don't know if it's some mental nonsense. Uh, they have those sports psychologists, and I think TSM needs to hire one and get that, uh, get that out of their head. <laughs> a lot of people were talking about the drafting aspect. You know, I mean, some of the playing, the, the mechanics, mechanical skills and stuff wasn't up to par, but 
a lot of people from what I've seen are talking about the drafting and, and some of the questionable drafts, like you had mentioned, you know, that Von C played that alpha t- both times, one crystal, one weapon power. It just, yeah, I don't know. It, it sucks. Cause I was sitting there, I was cheering for him. I wanted him. I wanted flash X to get that hoist, that trophy and make it all the way and stuff. I mean, I didn't pick it obviously, cause I was trying to win that iPhone X and no one's going to win that, <laughs> but yeah, no, not one bracket is right anymore. There was one that was close, but they have pain. Uh, they had didn't have pain getting out of their group, so. But yeah, TSM A, so that kind of started it out, the ending of Group D. Um, so a group, or Day 2 did start after that a little later. We started right away with Tribe and G2, you know, NA versus EU. Uh, this was DNZO's chance to get his revenge, pretty much. Uh, he lost on stage. He had a nice call out of uh, Sui on stage. He said, We've lost because of you, and now I'm back to revenge us. So, uh, it it wasn't really much of a contest. Unfortunately, I was a big fan of G two. I was I was glad they made it far. Uh, I think they achieved some of their goals. Obviously, they wanted to win, but you know when it comes to what they did accomplish and what people expected of them, I think G two definitely doesn't have any reason to hang their head. Three uh, zero. I don't know if you have screenshots of these games pulled up on our on our lovely Instagram that we are posting pictures and doing a, uh, results on. But, you know, like game one, it was a little closer. Uh, T-Tigers um, playing that Kashka. I was kind of glad. I've been glad seeing, you know, Tiggs playing Kashka again. That's been a hero he completely dominates with. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, and then Zio, you know, he had that four offensive weapon power, uh, Baron. Uh, once he got to that late game, like we know that Baron – four offensive items so 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 strong he was just putting out way too much damage um just deleting that baptiste and that rona mm-hmm. so it was like a great game by tribe this first one i you know after this game i felt like tribe had a lot of good momentum going in and oh, yeah. it was it was only gonna get, it was only going to get better from here and it certainly did yeah because game one me, me and you were both like oh my god like we really thought g2 was maybe going to win that uh tribe was making some mistakes and uh, Zio even Zio even said that they didn't play to their best ability. He felt like, but they you know they they got the win three zero. Second game you know seventeen zero. Tribe absolutely dominates. Weapon Power Sky it got a buff in two point eleven. We're still on two point ten. So and Weapon Power Sky right now is still super strong. Uh, second game nineteen yeah. four. Uh, you know the the desk is sitting there trying to discuss who DNZ is going to lock in last. Oh Baron, that'll that'll outrange the Vox. Uh, Sky, that'll outrange the Vox. Uh, how about no Weapon Power Adagio? Zio's like let me let me just stun on him a little more with another kind of off meta pick. So good for Tribe for trying some new things. Well besides Tiggs, Tiggs just you know he just stuck with his crazy Kashka. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just want to give a shout out to Max Green and how well he's playing right now. Um, some of the, you know, the fountains, the crucibles, the, you know, in game two, that when he was on this churn walker, some of the torments, the stuns and stuff. He, he's just, yeah, like, you know, like Tasty Bacon said on the desk, you know, he's gone from sub to top captain in no time at all. And I think he's here to stay and he is here to, you know, compete with Gabe Vizzle. We'll see it tomorrow. Uh, maybe, maybe best uh, captain NA question mark yeah i mean we'll talk about cloud nine in a bit but it's it's just hard seeing i'm torn because i don't want to see like ah another just na final na versus na final you know uh but i also don't want to see like these two powerhouses have to battle it out in the semifinals so it will be nice having like an na versus um you know ea or sea final uh for, for the sake of competition i hate saying this and I'm not downplaying how well Impunity has been playing, but I really hope if Cloud9 wins, which I think they will, and I'm just totally ruining our day three predictions, and uh, and Ace Ace needs a win because if Cloud9 goes into the finals against Impunity, I have a bad feeling that'll be a very quick 4-0. Yeah, uh, Cloud9 is just playing way too tough right now. I agree with you. I mean, we might as well do our predictions right now since you brought it up, but. <laughs> uh c9 yeah i they're they're just too good it's just it really is just stupid i just don't i don't understand how a team i saw a tweet and someone was like please don't say that but it was i think it was one of the casters or someone one of the people that are involved they're like uh, i feel as of right now cloud nine could run a weapon power flicker and completely win and not have any problem with a comp like that and it's just 
it's not even the fact that they're out drafting people. We saw them go back, uh, which once again we can talk about it later. But we saw them go back to a fortress pick on I Love Joseph, something that they do over and over. It's nothing special. It's just they are so mechanically on the same level, gifted. Every move they make, they make in sync. Like they just, this is another. They play this game in their sleep together. It's just another day for them. Like it's 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 stupid. Yeah, I mean, like even if they make a mistake, you know, they take it's like taking one step back. The next time they're they're gonna they're so on top of it, they'll make two more steps forward, and they don't make that one step back very often. So, uh, I don't know. I guess we should we go back into the third game of G two <laughs> Tribe. We're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves here a bit. I, I'm done with G two and Tribe. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tribe pretty much dominates game three as well. Nineteen to four is final kills. So. We can move on. Uh, this next one, obviously, you're going to have to talk about a little bit more because this was my uh, sleeping shift here. I didn't get to watch much of the Kraken Impunity uh, matchup. Yeah, so going into this matchup, I was definitely thinking Kraken was going to be the, the more dominant team just because I was surprised how well they did in their group, uh, surprising a lot of people. While Impunity surprised a lot of people as well, I didn't think they drafted as well and uh, were, were as strong as Kraken. Kraken seemed to be playing around each other uh, pretty strongly. But, you know, first game right here, uh, Impunity's like, <laughs> look, let's just draft something that is completely off meta, completely breaks the meta, and is a perfect counter to what Kraken was trying to do. You know, they go ahead and pick up Arden as their, as their captain, Celeste as their laner, everything's fine. And then DeathQ, he, Death he's just like, let me let me just run a weapon power Baptiste. He runs a poison shift, breaking point, serpent's mac Baptiste. And I'm telling you, it didn't just like do good. There was multiple times that Celeste got focused so hard from Rona and Kashka that he like 1v2 the rest of the way and got multiple aces by him. It was just it was stupid. I have no idea where it came from. I was really interested in seeing it doing well. Iraqi was like this con this hero is a very strong weapon. It's a very strong pick, but it's just so specific on how you play it that it can't be ran on an everyday basis. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, like I said, I didn't get to see this match. I will watch the VOD because when I first opened up the screenshots and stuff, and I saw this weapon power Baptiste, I'm like, they won this match. <laughs> like, who does that? Like, how is that possible? But. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they, they won, and they won fairly easy. I mean, it looks like, to me, yeah. it was 14-7 final kill. Yeah, early on, Celeste just did so much damage trying to survive, and Rona and Kashka, obviously, that's very dive-heavy. So Celeste had a very stressful game, I'm sure, but Baptiste just got to sit back yeah. using the empowerments and just getting some pretty insane power spike kills. Um, so yeah, first game, Impunity starts out strong, home crowd, loving it. Second game, uh, poor analysts, you know, first game, they're like, oh, I just think Kraken's the better team, they're going to win, all of them. Impunity wins first game. Second game, Kraken just lost, so they're like, oh, Impunity's got a better comp, so I think Impunity's going to win it. Nope, all three are wrong again. Kraken goes ahead and takes game two. <laughs> um, I, I did like Impunity's comp, I don't really know where like what went completely wrong they had sky kashka and lyra on their side uh somehow this weapon power uh cruel on um baba la yeah no baba la yeah that's right whatever anyways yeah. for cra i'm sorry but the kraken player names i'm pretty sure they closed their eyes and just typed in letters um but <laughs> <laughs> they, they had a celeste and a crawl on the arden arden I, I want to know the win rate. I haven't. I don't know if I've seen one yet, but I think Arden right now is one or two captain right now. He is very contested, and I feel like whoever is on side B kind of picks up that Arden, and side B has like a high win rate, win rate right now. Yeah, I think the t the top three captains have to be Churnwalker, Arden, and Lyra. Like I would, I'd like to see the win rates on those. I mean, those three are the yeah. most contested captains right now in world. So yeah, Grace. Yeah, I mean, Grace has been around, but not as much. I feel like. Yeah, I, I've seen it a couple times, but I mean, yeah, not not as much. Yeah. So, uh, second game, Kraken wins it. I was like, all right, we're gonna have ourselves a little series here. Kraken uh, picked up the second game. Third game, uh, it was it was closer towards the beginning. Impunity does win it eleven to five. Uh, they run the Crystal Black Feather with. Um, the Vox, uh, it, that was, it was pretty strong, honestly. The Black Feather just kind of straight up dominated, and uh, he he had eight kills, I believe. So he Def Q, Def Q, watching him play is really exciting. I think he is a fun jungler to watch. I obviously this is like my truly one of my first times getting to watch him 
uh, multiple times instead of just catching some clips here and there from highlights during his regular seasons. But Impunity, like I said, they are really surprising me. They're a fun team to watch. It's probably they're just so fun to watch just because uh, if they, like, sneeze, the crowd starts cheering. So it's just like <laughs> no matter what happens, it's hype. And I'm always like, okay, I feel that energy. I'm all, I'm all about it. Um, but unfortunately, Kraken just – they had Rona once again and the, the – the crystal pedal it did all right but you know Blackfather just really did not get impacted by the crystal pedal uh, a couple on points and next thing you know like they were dead so uh that's that's I, go on no i just feel like that they had a, a pretty good I mean, that's a pretty good draft you got rona pedal and lyra i mean i was impressed to see that they lost with that i mean not saying that impunity didn't have a, a, a good draft but i don't know i feel like that's a pretty strong strong comp right now yeah so i think Think, I think what happened is during draft phase, Impunity forced the pedal pick uh, because, oh wait, no, someone banned Cruel, which made the pedal pick be come through or something because uh, they were, you know, they were basically forcing them into that. So they had a plan. Right. Uh, so um, we have the screenshots at the end of the game, not the first screenshots of the draft phase. If we did our normal screenshot of draft and the ending, holy smokes, we would have to have a whole new computer system with hardware to uh, <laughs> to store all of that. So yeah, that's game that's game three. Game four then I was like personally, I was like, let's just let's just wrap this up impunity. We have a lot of games left and it's already getting late. Uh, so I was kinda hoping they would win this second last game uh draft same as the first game celeste and weapon power uh or not weapon power and baptiste so they're all like "Ooh, weapon power baptiste no he went with uh crystal baptiste this time so just change it up a little kind of throw the throw the other team off and you know kraken they kind of pulled honestly they kind of pulled tsm they drafted rona over and over and rona is strong and they do play her well but they just couldn't quite get the wins with rona so uh yeah yeah and the, the rhyme is just it's too weak right now in 2.10 doesn't do enough damage it's stuck on top of um uh Q, what's it what's the celeste names q i can't i can't see uh uh qc okay qc 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 i don't think i don't, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce Quisi, it but, but um, i don't know this is why we need to know. like listen and actually listen to the analysts and casters when they pronounce people's names so we know how to do it as well all right, that's uh, that'll be my uh, homework for this coming day three. Oh, do you have time to actually do that, or <laughs> uh, we'll we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, they they run to Crystal and um the Rona or the Celeste, like I was saying, was getting bullied by Rhyme, but she just never died because Rhyme didn't have enough damage. So Celeste's like, yeah, you can you can poke me. I'm just gonna sit here and keep attacking Rona and trying to get the Rona down. So 13-3, uh 16 minutes in, they they win. So the home team is going on to the semifinals. It was a pretty hype series. It was very hype. Alright, so the next series start out Payne versus Ace. Uh, I definitely watched the first game, which is unfortunate because it was the most boring game, and I kind of ended up going to bed to get some energy, at thinking that Ace was going to absolutely destroy them. Um, so, a little disappointed when I wake up and I realize it was best of five, and Payne Gaming legitimately almost won. First game, literally Ace won under 11 minutes, people. Like, it was stupid stupid it was perfect play flawless it was insane i just i'm looking at because you know i didn't i was waking up for game one of pain gaming and ace gaming um what is this what is this draft by pain you got an arden and adagio and a finn like yeah well forget what they said on the desk tasty's like this was my favorite comp two years ago uh i think (laughs) i think they said it's necessary for them to try to pull something out kind of sneaky and throw ace off unfortunately ace was like we'll just run what we know and and just kind of dominate that game so i don't really know how drafts change for pain in the upcoming future of this series i'm interested to see just because that first game i was kind of like okay i think ace is trying or pain's trying to do too much maybe just stick to what you know uh basically if you if you give ace a a, a not a celeste a uh kestrel wow on my my brain's losing it but if you give them a kestrel it, yeah they pretty much win so i'm interested to see how impunity does their homework going into uh the semifinals against ace spoiler alert everyone sorry but ace does win this series well like you said with 
you know, Ace Gaming getting this Kestrel, you see the next two games, which uh, Pain Gaming both won. They, the key there is they pick up the Vox. I mean, they were Sir, uh, Sir Muster, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, oh, yeah. was so good with this Vox. Dude, he was destroying people. So Ace Gaming finally figured out, like, okay, we have to force this ban on this Vox, and we cannot let him get that. And they did. They made some adjustments and you know, in Game 2, or I'm sorry, in Game 3. Um, nope, Game 4, there we go. Uh, they made some adjustments, came back. They got this Baron, four offensive weapon Baron. It didn't even get to full build because it was done in 17 minutes, but it was a intense game four for sure. That's when you, I know you were knocked out and uh, <laughs> I was trying to be as quiet as I could so I didn't wake you up, but it was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, for everyone that's confused how the sleeping arrangements are, I'm just casually pass out on the couch in the back of. Uh, we we have all of our setup in the basement. We got monitors, we got computers, we got our iPads. We got yeah, we just got everything down here to completely Dude, have a whole area. To it looks nerd like, out. It looks like a war zone down here, man. Well, we have two boxes of computer gear that we've been opening and destroying and throwing everywhere trying to set up computers a uh, side story to all my lovely vainglorious listeners um yeah so i tweet out pictures and videos of our computers uh, we set crudes up works lovely oh man it's beautiful it's great i go to get mine already and i'm like i bet this thing's not gonna work i just had a i had a strange feeling plug it in boom uh my monitor the graphics card is clearly not loading correctly it's half loaded there's <laughs> You know, it's kind of pixel. Uh, it's pixelated. It's so I'm like, all right, stay calm. Maybe it's maybe my power source is, is not okay here. I need to maybe a different power source. I plug different things in. Try that. No, not it's still not working. So uh, I call lovely Cyber Power PC, who I casually paid a lot of money for them to build me a proper computer. And uh, they're like, oh, sounds like your graphics card may be loose. Maybe just open it up, take it out, undo it all, redo it back in. Should be fine. You know. So I, I get a friend who is uh, who is much more into hardware and understanding of computers than I am. We look at it, undo it. We end up putting my graphic card into Crude's graphic, into his computer system. That way we know if it still isn't working, it really is just my graphic card and nothing to do with my motherboard. Long story short, that's what it was. Now I have to send my part back to all the way back to California and wait for them to send me a new one and I have to plug it back in. So uh, I'm pissed, basically, end of story. Hey guys, my computer works just fine. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's a low blow. I'm sorry. Too early for that. I right spend a hundred dollars less than you, and that's what I get. Just because I spend a hundred dollars yep. less, I get a graphics card that doesn't freaking work. Oh, man. All right. Tough times. Whatever. Moving on. I don't want to talk about it right now. I kind of was trying to act like that didn't happen yesterday. Um, but yeah, you know, looking back through uh, the games, Ace ends up winning Game Five with another crystal. Uh, um, Kestrel. So I was just surprised to see a lot of times we see weapon. We've seen weapon throughout these tournaments, but uh, you know, Tessa, he's pretty dang good on that crystal. Um, you know, getting a lot of snipes yeah. down, a lot of insane, uh, insane plays. Again, this weapon power sky. I I think the mobility, the the fact you can stack up really fast on the breaking point, and the auto attacks are just so quick. I think weapon power sky is in, in extremely dangerous. Yeah, for sure. But game five was so intense because like starting out early, the amount of CC coming out of pain gaming, it was working like, you know, Kroll was hitting his from hell's heart. And then, you know, you get the, the core collapse from Celeste. And then I mean, you start adding in torments from from Churnwalker and stuff there for a little bit. They were missing their crucibles, their reflex blo blo uh, blocks. Wow, that was a tongue twister there. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I was a little concerned that they were not going to be able to to defend this CC coming out of Pain Gaming, but they ended up getting it together. You know, got an Aegis on uh, on creation, and they started to pull together. And then once they shut down that CC, that was the key of victory for Pain Gaming in that game five. It was early on, man. I was I thought Pain Gaming was going to pull it out and actually knock out Ace Gaming, but Ace Gaming held held tough, came through, and uh, get to move on to the the semifinals. Yeah, a Pain versus Impunity. Again, I'm not trying to downplay these teams. They are playing extremely well. I just think NA is on another level. If we would have saw pain or immunity in the finals, Cloud Cloud Nine and Tribe would have been like, "All right, well, this is NA is definitely taking it home this year." <laughs> now, I could be yeah. wrong, and I, that'd be hilarious if I, you know, I'm completely wrong. I get shoved back, get that shoved back in my face when it comes to finals. But I, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna see that. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. 
it's going to have to take something other than just Vanguard play for C9. I mean, specifically C9, let alone Tribe, to just not take home Worlds because they're playing at another level right now. Yeah. All right. Well, Pain and Ace, That shout out to Pain. Like, I'm glad they gave people a good show. I'm glad they gave the analysts and the casters a hard time predicting what was going to happen. Uh, a lot of people thought they were coming in. This, we were going to see a, a Tribe G2 3-0. We were going to see a Cloud9 Hunters 3-0. Uh, but, you know, Pain's like, nope, I, I want to make this night go a little longer uh, and ha- yeah. have a little more intense match matches so i think they're going to go into 2018 and and they're going to have a have themselves another good year you know what i'm never doing again what, what's that uh fill not a bracket for worlds because <laughs> i i just can't i mean i was so wrong on so many different levels which i mean obviously everyone else was too with all these picks but like pain gaming like where did they come from like i just can't get Brazil. over it i don't know i i'm obviously <laughs> but respect to the pain gaming man for real yeah, well, you, you think about it, man. When we do our March Madness bracket, we have seen these tournaments over and over and over. We know crazy yeah. things happen and upsets happen, so we kind of pick those in that type of tournament. In Vainglory, we are so used to just the norm. This is going to happen because this region's ahead. No other region has been able to touch these regions. They're just they're just so far behind. They haven't caught up with meta. And this is our first time, I think we can truly say, you know, every region was represented in the quarterfinals. That was not going to be, that was not in anyone's mind, to be honest. You know, EU, right. no way. SA, Brazil, no way. And those teams put up good fights and they were there. So this is the first time we actually, you know, going into Next Worlds, all 2018, we're going to be, you know, keeping an eye on these teams. We're going to be like, all right, remember back in 2017? You no, know, they did pretty good. So next year in Worlds, this is what we'll do. We'll pick some upsets and then it'll be just normal. And every team that's supposed to win will win. But the uh, the format will be completely different, though. Hopefully, hopefully. fingers crossed. Hopefully, hopefully. Yes. So, so we'll that... have to see. But so the last last right. matchup then. Yeah. Hit this. I mean, do we have to talk about it, or I mean, what what points do we want to hit here? Cloud Nine's good? Question mark. Um. Well, we can start with uh, game one. Humanist can sleep sleep easy now. <laughs> Ozo, Ozo. Yeah, Ozo was picked. Uh, kind of surprised with um. I don't know, the Black Feather, Sky, you know, Ozo likes to bounce on top of people that are close to him, but, you know, Ozo being able to use Arden and Black Feather to get on top of the Sky, I'm speculating, of course, because I didn't watch this series, uh, was probably the key for uh, Hunters or for Cloud9 there to get on top of Sky. Uh, Vox, of course, on Old School, nothing new there, but, you know, Gabe does play Lorelei Captain. We've been seeing a lot of Lorelei Jungle, but this Captain Lorelei. Yeah, I mean, Gabe doing what Gabe always does and just, you know, playing extremely well. Uh, Vox with the old school, you know, that crit damage coming out, that was a a great build because he could just build up the stacks and just start putting out serious damage. And then obviously you have that Ozo who can just bounce around. And he was in and out of team fights. Just the the gameplay, the rotations from, from C9 was just too much. Yeah, seven and one, 17 minutes, just... Another game for them in that first series. Hunters, of course, was a team that, you know, this is this is just what kind of proves the difference level between Cloud9 and TSM, I think, during this tournament, is that Hunters almost took 2-0 off of TSM, and they yeah. performed well against Ace, another team that is supposed to be extremely strong. And Cloud9, you know, I, I gave them shit because I was like, they're not going to have any competition in Group A, and that's going to hurt when they get to quarterfinal semis. They're going to have harder things. Nah. Quarterfinals, j- just as easy as, as Group A. I, 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 God, I hope semifinals against Tribe is a harder challenge for them. Yeah, I mean, this entire series here, or Hunter's got three kills total. And Cloud9 has yet to drop a game at all in six or in five games that they've played. They, uh, they're 5-0. and oh. They haven't lost a game. I told you, man, I tweeted you. They're like the Yankees. I'm just, I can't root for them if they're just always going to win. It's just boring. Yeah. Actually, correction, it's 7-0. They've played two two matches the first day and then a three-match. My bad. But yeah. Before yeah. someone corrects me, I had to correct myself. Uh, we are definitely a fake news podcast. No facts here. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, so game one, you know, I was glad to see Cloud9, like, let's try some things against a team like Hunters. If it goes south game one, we'll maybe pull out things we know to try to uh, secure it. But, you know, they're, they're probably trying to get prepared for uh, those big, big games in the semifinals. Game two, uh, kind of back to what they know. Uh, I kind of hope Tribe just bans Fortress all series in, in day three, just because I, I feel like they play around Fortress so well. Yeah, I wish, uh, my one wish for this next matchup tomorrow between C9 and Tribe is if that, you know, you could pick up both sides or both teams could pick up the same hero because who plays a weapon power Adagio better than Dienzio and Old School? That's so true. I just want to see the better weapon power Adagio. Like, who who's the better one? Like, I wish that could happen, but obviously can't. So, but yeah, this game two, Cloud9, like you said, comfort picks, Old School on the Adagio, weapon power Adagio, uh, Gabe on that Arden. This one was, you know, just another steamroll, twelve to nothing. It, you know, it finished the seventeen minute mark again, and C 9s just looking to the finals already. It's just so textbook. They, uh, when a Kraken appears, they start looking for a fight, and you know they'll take that fight, get the Kraken, push a little, wait for another fight, get the Kraken again, push a little. Eh, right around seventeen minutes is when they expect to end their games. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so calculated and ridiculous. So Baptiste, I'm still not totally sold on Baptiste being, it's definitely a pocket pick, but I'm still not, I feel like people are playing Baptiste more and more. Um, so it'll be interesting to see going into the more intense matchups if Baptiste is still uh, kind of that pocket pick. And I don't have anything wrong with Baptiste. The first time I actually enjoyed and I thought Baptiste did a lot of good damage was that weapon power Baptiste. Other than that, a clockwork, uh, sh- uh, aftershock, broken myth, that kind of build is really just like a lot of CC, a lot of control of the ordained yeah. to keep a Koshka or a Cruel in place and really to allow your laner to kind of dominate. So uh, I, I'll, that'll be interesting to see how uh, the Baptiste plays into our day three. Um, but I still think I enjoy a lot of other uh, a lot of other junglers right now in this meta. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of, I don't remember what it was, one point, whatever, but when, you know, utility, the jungler utility was heavy, like, you know, you just had oh, that, yeah, those, like those super and... Yeah, 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 or the fortress and the, you know, it, all those different combinations, and you really just focus with your carry. That's kind of what the Baptiste right now reminds me of. Like, it doesn't do crazy amounts of damage, and, like, you don't have to worry about it, but it, it can definitely lock people, help lock people down and, and you know, with that fearsome jade, you know, engage, disengage. It's just, it's an interesting pickup for sure. This this world. All right. Well, last game, seventeen to two, fifteen forty three. A little quicker this game. Uh, Shatter glass and dragon's eye crystal petal for I love Joseph. Another weapon power sky. That's the thing that I think I'm most excited about is we truly do have a very healthy range of laners. I know, like. Rome cap or Rome jungle we do as well but specifically laners uh there are a lot of i i feel comfortable with a lot of op picks like um that one power sky is super strong and so is vox so is uh a baron's being played a lot i don't think to as high success as maybe a, a sky and vox but um even that uh, weapon power Adagio, I think we'll see that a lot more. There's going to be a lot of picks that I don't think teams are going to be worried about uh having a strong laner on on their carry why haven't we seen a weapon power Ringo yet? Come on, two point eleven. We gotta wait for that. That's that's when he's yeah, buffed. I know. I don't. Tr- I don't well, that be. We'll see if he's changed. Everything will change because we're just gonna put a a, a crystal Ringo in a five v five map, and one Hellfire Brew is gonna absolutely demolish a group of people. <laughs> <laughs> too bad his legendary. Too bad his legendary talent wasn't in five v five for real game mode because then his Hellfire Brew just bounced from person to person like freaking pinball. <laughs> that that'd be like cheating. That's just like cheating. That'd be interesting. I can't wait to find out what they're doing with Blitz and all that kind of stuff on a 5v5 map, if that's going to be real or not. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But we'll get to figure that out this Sunday. It's coming closer and closer. Well, I don't know if we'll figure that out, but we'll at least get to see. Well, you're right. <laughs> I, meant, I meant the 5v5 aspect, sorry. Yeah, so... um, hmm. Hunters, unfortunately, came out of group strong. I think... I don't know if if TSM replaces Hunters here. Do we truly see any difference? Do we see a better no. a better game? No, yeah, I don't. I don't really no. think so either. Especially with how TSM is K- playing. 
what if you replace cloud nine with anyone else as hunters? I mean, like this hunters do better hunters or is it, was that, you know, TSM? Oh wait, no, no. Hunters wouldn't be playing TSM. Uh, you mean anyone or just out of cloud nine's group? Yeah. I'm just saying like, I mean, anyone, I mean just that, cause I'm trying to focus on how good C9 is, you know, I, was it was it hunters underplaying or you know not playing to their full potential or is it just c9 demolishing that's what i'm saying like yeah, if they play anyone else you know they take a game maybe two games you know I, I you know i'm not specifically saying any other team i'm just saying anyone other than c9 they don't look so bad but you know <laughs> they go up against c9 and look pretty bad there are, that's a lot to handle i feel like being a team going in against uh, being hunters or any team going up against Cloud9 that's not used to it, Tribe maybe a little less nervous just because they go through that kind of deal with that on a regular basis during normal splits uh, and in our regular seasons. But like tr- Hunters are like probably just like step back and they're like, holy smokes, what is happening? Like every match is something new, but they still play just as well. So, I mean, I don't know. Hunters probably so, could take a game yeah. off another team. Tribe knows what to do, but will they be able to execute the plan that they have to finish it? I, you know what I'm saying? Like, to yeah. actually... It's it's not going to be 15, 17-minute matches where we see three kills out of the whole series on on Tribe. Uh, yeah. I think we'll see... Let's go ahead and make more specific predictions, I guess, then, for for day three. Because um, this, this series is over three. I don't have much to talk about. You did see the end. Quarterfinal matchups. Tribe versus Cloud9. Ace versus Impunity. What is their plan for this day? Are they just starting it later? Um, uh, it's all- No, it's actually it's the same time. 2 p.m. SGT. So that would be, let's see, Nine 10. Or no, 10, 10. I think it's 10 p.m. Pacific. So it would be 1 a.m. our time. All right. 1, 1 a.m. Eastern time. So it's the same you know, uh, it's the same schedule, I believe. I, I didn't get to see the scheduling yet. I just know that they're starting. That's what Munchable said that they were starting at 2 p.m. SGT. So will we have a... I just didn't know if their plan was truly just semifinals tomorrow just because... Uh, or were they going to play like a third-place match? I just didn't really know since it seems like there's gonna, it, should be a, it should be a quicker day tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it, sh- it should be unless they have other stuff planned. But like I said, I mean, I'm sure Vanguard Esport will like tweet that out in the morning or, you know, on the Twitter account or something. I didn't see personally. I don't know if anyone else knows right. that. But yeah, so try versus Cloud9. Let me hear your picks. Best of five. Uh, maybe any speculations about what you want to see out of Tribe in order to win this? Because I think that's what our conversation is right now. What does Tribe have to do to win? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be the same, like, kind of like what I touched on earlier with Max Green. Like, I, he needs to play to his best potential. We know Zio and T Tigers are going to come out and play. Uh, I guess I'm kind of interested to see how aggressive T Tigers is up against well, Joseph. I'll be keep my eye on that. But as far as what I've seen with with C9, I, I just can't see a world where Tribe wins this series. Maybe a game or two, you know, and it's a little bit closer than what it was definitely against Hunters, but. C9 is just too good. I, I've said it time and time again, and I just don't see how Tribe can get around it. And they know, you know, they've gone up against this, and they know what they're what they're facing. But how do you stop it? Like, no team is able to stop it. Yeah, just because of the ability for Cloud9 to play pretty much any comp to a pretty high level, pretty comfortable, understanding what their win rates are. Uh, that's why I'm just so excited for five v five. I think it's just going to challenge teams so much more because right now on the three v three map, you do nothing besides farm up team fight and that's it there's just no true objective controls no true other methods for teams to maybe win when they're behind so i think cloud nine just i think they win this as well i think it'll be four one uh or th- it'd be three one because these are best of five three one yeah three one um i i think tribe even if they try and focus on like what the best thing to ban is, I think it does come down to T Tigers. Uh, Max Green, your answer is a good one as well. But I think I Love Joseph is just so consistent, always dominant, always does everything right. T Tigers, super smart, really knows what his team needs to do. But sometimes he's just not aggressive enough. But sometimes he just doesn't make the right play at the right time. So it's just really going to be dependent on Tigs, I think, to really help Dianzio. Uh, and elevate him to kind of try to dominate. Yeah. And I, I really, if we see Trout, 
Trout nine. That is that is what <laughs> happens when you have eight hours of sleep and uh, forty hours. But, I cannot wait for tomorrow's recording. I uh, cannot wait for it. I truly am comfortable saying if Tribe wins, it is one of the bigger biggest upsets of this tournament. Besides, oh yeah, I, I truly think it is just because the way unfortunately TSM does lose, but just how they played. I I can't call Ace the TSM Slayers, quote unquote, like just because. It wasn't like TSM dominated everything through all of groups, and let's say they got to world, you know, finals, and they got destroyed by a crappier team. I don't, I don't know. I think whoever beats Cloud Nine should be known as yeah. that giant, quote unquote, giant slayer that stops the the best team. So if Tribe, yeah. if Tribe wins against Cloud Nine and then goes to the finals and somehow loses, I think Tribe still wins the whole tournament just because they beat easily the best team that is on this giant steamroll and anything that's in the path is screwed. So I hope they kind of stop them in their tracks at least for a little bit. And uh, I think we'll have a good series. Yeah, for sure. The only way that tribe isn't known as the giant slayers or, you know, the C9 slayers, if they do beat them is if when let's say the um, impunity defeats ace gaming and then goes to the finals and defeats tribe and wins it all. Like then that's your storyline. But other than that, like, because, you know, Ace is good. They're expected to win. Like, I think a lot of people have expectation to win. So if it's Ace against C9, you know, there's, you know, that's expected. But if, like, Tribe would win, and then, you know, they're known as the the C9 Slayers, and then all of a sudden, you know, Impunity just beats Ace and then beats Tribe, that would be huge. That's the underdog right there. That's the, that's the headline story. Yeah, I think uh, looking at Ace and... Impunity. I mean, Impunity's been playing well, and they have been beating the teams going like leading up to this point. Uh, they they obviously did beat Rocks Armada again. I I don't I can't really attest to how great of a win that was because Rocks isn't playing on their normal level. Um, I just don't know if Impunity would be prepared and able to play well enough in the finals against Tribe or Cloud9. So while I do love the home crowd, I think I'll be cheering for them just because it'll be exciting. I think Ace going towards the finals will be our best bet to have our most intense grand uh, best of seven. Um, so I think I think Ace will win it, but I think they're going to struggle. Pain and Impunity, they're no different. I think they are decent enough to run this run off that adrenaline and make some decent pickups and, you know, give Ace some struggles. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just think that, I don't know. I, I think that Ace gaming is going to be too strong for impunity. Um, as much as I'd love to see impunity go on to the finals and the crowd get super into it. Like you said, you know, if impunity sneezes, the crowd's going nuts. So, uh, that would be super hype for the finals, but I see Ace Gaming taking this on, going up against C9 for an intense finals. Yeah, so that is, um, I think that's our day two recap. It was, it was pretty long, a lot less technical issues, a lot less downtime. So that was really nice. Um, it was as expected with some crazy matches, some crazy, you know, disappointments as well for some teams and some fans. Uh, looking forward to day three and even championship Sunday. We, you know, SMC is finally released a little more information about that 5v5. It's going to be a king of the hill now. So we're not just going to get one match. We're truly going to have a chance to see a lot of details from the map, a lot of different objectives, different types of things. We're going to see renegades. We're going to see uh, rocks and we're going to see impunity. I think. Probably TSM. No, mm. I think they said T- no. Was it TSM. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I could have swore they said possibly. I could have swore Munchable said possibly TSM on the desk today, but I, 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 I don't know. Maybe that won't work out. Um, you know, okay. Don't sleep on Impunity SEMC. They're bringing the home team to dominate Singapore. We heard they will take over world soon with five v five as well. So, okay, Bangalore Esports tweeted that out, which is Ed the Shred, Ready Player One, and uh, Yuma Kraken. So. I don't know who no. they are. That could just be a joke. I'm trying to find the link, so uh, keep talking about something if you can. <laughs> well, put me on the spot here. How about this weather we've had lately? Uh, it's pretty nice outside. Snowing here. Um, SCA <laughs> versus you... Korea versus NA. So, yeah, I think you're right. The NA team. Yeah. Crude's right. You guys heard it here first, Van Glorious listeners. Crude's right. 
I'm still trying to find complete confirmation though. First, Deep. South Asia will represent. Oh yeah, you're you're totally right. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Since teeth. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm reading everyone. Ready? First, Southeast Asia, represented by a powerful Renegades five-man roster, will battle Korea's world champion Rox Armada. The region winning region will move on to face North America, represented by. Oh, I'm an idiot. I knew this. I tweeted about this. And the reason why I didn't think it was TSM is because it's Ardent, man. Ardent is back. It's Shinkaigen. Shinkaigen is going to be TSM's fifth player. With Lucky Bread? Yeah, Lucky Bread, TSM, or TSM, Flash, like the reunion of the original team, man. I'm, uh, that's why I was, I was so pumped. It'll be a throwback to Ardent that won uh, the IPL championship. So that's, that's legit. Okay, so I think we've gotten pretty lucky these past two days as far as like our sleeping schedules, but I'm really worried about Saturday night, which, you know, Sunday, the last day, the championship. I do not want to miss a single minute of 5v5s, and I'm not missing a single minute of the championship. So I'm starting to stress about that a little bit. How do I get enough sleep that I can stay up literally all night? Uh, find a dark room, blindfold yourself, earmuff yourself, act like it's uh, nighttime, and convince your body that it's just time to sleep like normal. <laughs> Great advice. Thanks. All right. So, All right, well. yeah, day three, uh, expect the same from us. We will talk more about Championship Sunday once we learn more information. We will preview 5v5. And I'm doing my article about 5v5 as well. So you'll be able to catch up on all the items and new objectives, uh, that kind of stuff that you're going to see on the new map. So you can run through that as well to get prepared for Sunday. We'll make some predictions uh, in 24 hours from now once we record that. Uh, so cheers. I appreciate you guys for sticking with us. Um, if you are not staying up and watching the matches, uh, you are missing some pretty intense just an atmosphere overall. SMC is doing a really good job, I think, of making it as entertaining as possible for everyone uh, around the world in their homes. So shout out to Bangalore Esports and all their production team that's with them. Yeah, for sure. Good day two. Excited for day three. Yeah, let's get into uh, let's let's get into this day of whatever we're about to try to do to survive until tonight. <laughs> sleep, 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 sleep. All right, cheers, man. Cheers, man. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.